Today we have a very special guest speaker with us. Christine Hayworth is a senior church advisor with World Vision. She's a native of Southern California, and she is here to help us launch Team World Vision. So please give her a very warm welcome. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I am so excited to be with you guys today all the way from Southern Cal, Long Beach, in fact. And I want to address my elephant in the room before I start because for people that know me, I am a very extensive overpacker. Like, I just came back from Honduras. We took a group, a trip of pastors and leaders to Honduras, and by the end of the trip, there was this running joke that you could ask Christine for anything because she was going to have it, right? So at first, it started out with little things like, do you have tissue, Christine? Oh, yeah, sure. Let me grab some tissue. Do you have Pepto-Bismol, Christine? Yeah, let me grab some Pepto. Do you have? And the, the request kept getting weirder and weirder, and I kept seeing people like sniffling in the corner and making little jokes, and I said, oh, I am the person that has everything. Do we have any people out there like that? Like, you are overprepared. You may have a flashlight in your purse right now, like just for no random reason. See, I see you, sister. You are my sister. So I have to say that to say that today, this perfect overpacker completely failed. And I want to address my elephant in the room because while I love Crocs and I enjoy a good pair of Crocs, this was not my intention for this morning, you guys. I got to my hotel last night, and I unpacked, and I did everything, and I thought, maybe I just left my shoe in the car. I had one shoe, one church shoe. Where is my other shoe? So this morning, I'm thinking, my husband will go out, look for my shoe. We'll find it, no problem. The shoe is not there. So luckily, I was on you guys' website this week, and I want to read something that you said. You said that we are a church where there are no perfect people, right? Now, I'm going to hold you to that. You also said that we are a church where you will not be judged or condemned. And I'm going to need that grace today. And then lastly, it says where we welcome every person and we want them to feel accepted, loved, and valued, even if they forgot their shoes and have to wear Crocs on the stage this morning. So praise God again. My name is Christine Hayworth. I'm so excited to be with you. What excited me this morning was also unexpected. So I just had one of those weekends. Um, I was staying downtown um, right off beautiful State Street at the Hilton, Virginia, I want to say it is. Anybody familiar with like that downtown area? Well, I tried to get out of my hotel this morning and there's a whole half marathon happening, right? So I'm like, did anybody know this half marathon was happening? Okay, Jordan, you could have gave me a heads up. I had no idea. So luckily, me being overprepared, I leave extremely early for church this morning because I'm always early, right? And so me and my husband are sitting there for like 45 minutes and they will not let us by. And so I said, God, maybe this is a moment where you're trying to speak to me, right? I'm going to a church, we're talking about marathons, we're launching this 2023 season for global poverty and to end this water crisis, so maybe this is to inspire me. And I have to tell you that it actually did. As I sat there, involuntarily, and watched each person run by, I kinda had a little story for them in my head, right? So I see the first person, let's just say his name is Jim, right? Like Jim is running by 
and your pastor's not here today. It wasn't him. It was just Jim in my head, right? So Jim was running by, and he was about 87 years old. And his family was there at the end, and they were just cheering for him. And then there was, like, Jody and Rebecca that was running by, and they were looked like they had been best friends for a long time. And then there was a couple that looked like me and my husband pushing a stroller with a little baby, and they weren't jogging, they weren't running, they were walking by. And then they just kept coming, and the people were coming and coming, and I got so excited because I began to think about how doing something like this is not for one particular person. It's not for one particular type of person, one particular type of people. We can stereotype marathons and think that it's only supposed to look like this or you have to look like this or that, and that is not the truth. And so more than anything this morning, I felt inspired. I felt like watching each person run by, walk by, crawl by, whatever they were doing in order to get past that finish line, I felt like God had me there to be inspired. So today I want to talk a little bit about holistic formation. And the way that this came about is your pastors reached out to me and they said, hey, Christine, we're doing this really cool series on human beings. Have you guys enjoyed that series? Anybody? Yes, right? So I thought that I would listen to the series and that, you know, I, I was going to listen to one or two weeks of the series so that I can kind of be on point with what I was going to talk about today so we could just mix it all together. Long story short, I get ready to start listening to one or two of this sermon series. It was so good, I listened to the whole thing. So with that, my message might be lacking just a little bit because that wasn't the plan. The plan was for me to work on my own message, but I got so fed by what was being said through the sermon series that I just went all in. And so I want to thank your pastors and your leaders for putting this on and putting this together and making sure that as we're talking about being human beings, that we're hitting every aspect of what that means. Um, so again, holistic formation. I'm going to read a definition. Now, holistic formation is a whole person perspective of the ongoing process of transformation needed to survive and thrive as spiritual leaders. It involves focusing on dimensions so that all are integrated and none are neglected. I'm going to say that one more time. It's a whole person perspective of the ongoing process of transformation needed to survive and thrive as spiritual leaders. How many of you know that we are all spiritual leaders? Whether you are a stay-at-home mom, whether you are working from home, what, no matter what capacity you are in every single day, God has called you to be a spiritual leader. So this is for all of us, right? And then it says it involves focusing on dimensions so that all are integrated and none are neglected. Now, because I'm with World Vision, I initially started World Vision years ago, had no idea about marathons, never thought that I would run a marathon, do a marathon. That was not on my radar at all ever in life, okay? So I was not that person. Um, but as God began to deal with me about holistic formation, every single part of me needing to be whole, I started to listen and I started to hear a little bit more to understand what he might be doing in this area of my life. 
So I want to say this, and you guys keep this at the forefront of your mind. You cannot focus on one area of living and be successful. I'm going to say that again. You cannot focus on just one area of living and be successful. The reason is that God has called us to be human beings, whole human beings. And that involves your spiritual, your physical, your emotional, relational, missional, and mental. Again, it involves your physical, your spiritual, your emotional, relational, missional, and mental. So I'm going to talk about physical formation today. And I'm going to share a little bit of my story because it's very interesting and it's funny. And I love to have fun. So this is good. So physical formation is the opportunity to discipline our physical bodies with proper habits of sleeping, eating, and exercise for the purpose of godliness. I love that last part for the purpose of godliness, right? Like, how do we expect to go out into the world? How do we expect to be whole people if we're cranky because we didn't get any sleep, right? Like, how do we share the gospel when we're mad at everybody because we're tired? Like, right, how do we go out into the missional world while you guys do so many activities here that I absolutely love? How do we go feed the homeless if we're not feeling well or if we're not taking care of ourselves first? So I understand God's perspective of a holistic formation. And so with physical formation, I want to share a little bit about my story. Now, I'm going to show an embarrassing picture. Go ahead, Gabe. Let's throw that up there. There we go. So I am a third-generation pastor's kid, right? So I grew up in church my whole entire life, and what we focused on in church was spiritual formation, we didn't talk about the physical side of formation, and actually there are so many statistics that say that people who are in church three to four to five times a week have very low priorities as far as when it comes to health, right? And so that was me. Like, I was sitting in the back. I was doing my homework at church. We would grab McDonald's after school, go straight to the church. If anybody grew up in church that way, then you understand how church was your life right? So that was everything that we did. And what it did, it did address the relational component of being whole. It addressed the spiritual component of being whole. It addressed the emotional component and the missional component of being whole. But one thing was missing, and that was the physical component of being whole. So next picture, I went through all of high school and all of college, like not understanding anything about physical formation. I didn't even think that there was a connection to God when it came to being physical because my whole family was like really overweight, but we all love God. And so we would call, say that we're things like, oh, we're just big boned. Y'all ever heard that before? <laughs> yeah, we're just big boned, you know, had all kind of excuses. And I didn't understand how any of that could have related to God. Because when I think about God and I think about the spiritual side of him, I think that we go to God and we talk to him about big things, right? not small things like what am I going to eat. So at the age of 20, at the age of 20, I went through a bad breakup. How many remember that first love breakup where you are sick to your stomach? You were like, I didn't even know love could feel like this. 
like, I am sick. I can't take it. I went through one of those breakups, and I had a friend that came over to my house, and she said, Christine, you got to get up. Like, you got to get out of this thing. You cannot just lay here and no, get up. And I said, I don't want to get up. What am I getting up for? My heart is broken. Uh, and so she said, well, let's just start going for a walk. Let's just do some easy things. And I said, well, that's easy for you to say because you've always been slim and trim and you never had to work out or do anything like that. And she said, yeah, but there was a method to my madness. And I said, well, what is it? Like, tell me, you know, I'm mad. I'm desperate too at the same time. And she said, Christine, what I learned early on was that I don't have to live to eat, but I eat to live. And for me, that was a total foreign concept, right? Because my family, we were like the clumps. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Like we would have family meals that would be spread out like Thanksgiving, and that's like our normal way of eating food. We did not really incorporate a whole lot of vegetables unless they had butter added to them. Like, y'all know what I'm saying? That Southern cooking. Uh, so that is the way that I grew up. So the mindset of that she eats just enough to live? Like, what? So no more celebrations, no more big turkeys and, you know, big fried chicken meals and all the things? Like, what? And it wasn't that, but it was my first realization that I had a disconnection with my body. And I didn't know anything about the body. I didn't eat bananas and apples and all the different, that's not how I grew up. I literally grew up at McDonald's. I literally grew up at these different places because we were serving in full-time ministry all the time. Not having those homemade meals, not having those components of uh, health or understanding them even. So as this concept began to grow in my mind, I said, let me try it. And over the course of a year, I lost over 100 pounds. You guys can clap for that because I worked hard, okay? I'll go on and give that up. I lost 100 pounds in the course of a year. And as I started to lose the weight, then I decided that there's something else that's going on here inside of me as well. I felt lighter. I felt like I could walk more, and I started having the desire to actually exercise. So I would go outside, and I would just go on these walks, and then something began to happen. On these walks, while my heart was still broken, while I was still in shambles emotionally, God began to meet me. And I would take these walks, and I would spend this time, and he would literally be there with me every second of the way. And I began to experience and feel God in a way that I had never felt him before. I never felt this type of God. I experienced the one at church. I experienced the one, you know, with family. I had never experienced this before. And as I began to walk, he began to heal me. And some things began to happen spiritually, emotionally, as they were happening physically. And on every single walk, I would just say, God, what is it that you want from me? And it became an intimate time that I had with him and where we were able to share things and he was able to heal me in a way that I never thought possible. 
physical formation. As I began to grow during that time, I got excited because I began to share with my family the different things that God had been telling me and teaching me, even when it came to the body. So some years ago, as I was walking, the Lord told me that I could have a walking group or a group of women or people that would come together and we would do like low impact exercises. So we would just walk, we would stretch, but we would make sure that we gave that time and spent that time with God. We would find ways to connect with him because that's what he is all about. And so I began to teach people how to come into this space and how to be with God in this physical formation. And the next thing you know, I get approached by World Vision I'm doing mission work. I'm out living my best life at this point because I am healed and I'm excited and I'm 100 pounds lighter and I'm doing great things. And World Vision says, would you come join us in this thing? And I'm like, this thing? What is this thing? You know, this thing. Um, and that day, I had no idea that this thing was going to be a marathon, right? No idea. Um, and so... That wasn't initially supposed to be my job. I was coming in to do something completely different with World Vision, but I got invited into this thing. And these people, they were like Jordan said, like they're overzealous, like they're super excited. I'm just thinking these are some weird people, right? Like they are, who gets excited about running? Like I've never heard of anything like this. This is insane for me. So, I said, well, I have a group of people that I work out with, very low impact. Mind you, my group was like people in their 50s, their 40s, like everybody in my group was not a runner. Nobody in my group was a runner, in fact. And so I go to my group and I say, hey guys, I know we're used to doing like stretches and very low impact exercise. And our goal was to just connect with God through our body. But we've been invited to do this thing. And they're like, what is this thing? So a few years ago, me and my team of about 20 people did the Los Angeles Half Marathon. Yeah, that was the thing. And the thing about the thing was that it turned out to be a super amazing blessing. And not only did it bless us physically, but it blessed us spiritually. It hit every component. It blessed us emotionally. It blessed us missionally, because for most of us, this was not something that we would have done within our own will. The tipping point for us was that every step you take is one that a kid does not have to. Every step you take is one that a kid does not have to. And as you've seen in the video, over four million people, even today, are still dying from not having clean water, having access to clean water, not having the, the, the proper tools to clean their water. And so you're telling me that if I walk this walk, if I do this marathon, if I invite some people to do it with me, that $50 will provide children with clean water for life? So for those of us that wouldn't do it for ourselves, we did it for the kids, 
right? That was our initial tipping point. We'll do it for the kids. And when I tell you that God just began to meet us and that we began to hear story after story about how God was healing things emotionally in our body, physically in our body, spiritually within our bodies, we began to ramp up as a team. And that year I seen God do some things amazing in each person's life. My mom and I got closer from walking. My dad and I got closer from walking. We all began to walk together and it didn't matter what size they were or what, what uh, you know, nationality they were. They began to invite people and here we have this amazing team. So I wanna share this scripture with you because it meant something to me. 1 Corinthians 3, 16 through 17 says, do you not know that your body is the temple of God? Do you not know that you yourself are God's temple and that God's spirit lives inside of you? And if anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is sacred and you are that temple. So, needless to say, I love to show that team world vision picture that God met me where I was. And when I was asked to come here today, I didn't have a message. I didn't have anything that I specifically wanted to say. I just really felt like the Holy Spirit said, share your story. Because my story is not one of um, transformation where I don't still have struggles with food. My story is not one of I'm in perfect physical shape or condition. My story is not one of, um, you know, I ran a triathlon. No, I was happy to finish a half marathon, okay? So with all of that, my story is really holistic formation and how God is able to meet you no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter how you're doing, you probably didn't come here today expecting anybody to invite you into doing a marathon. Who does that? Especially at church. Ta-da! I do! Because I know the power of God and how he's able to speak to you and me through this time for us together. So this is a little bit of my team that we had. Um, man, we had such a good time. We raced. We had fun. Uh, we did everything that we were supposed to do. Um, and... God blessed us through the entire thing. So I want to share with you a few practices for change and growth. One of the things that I was able to do during this time was to give my body to God. And I'm going to transition that in just a minute, but every day I would wake up and I would say, God, what do you want to do with me and my body? How do you want me to exercise? How do you want me to eat? How do you want me to move forward with my body because I realized that this in fact is not my body. This is your body. This is your temple. And so the more that he encouraged me to do, the more I would do and I would blow myself out of the water. I'd be like, how did I do that? I don't even know. It was God's grace. Like it, because I would never challenge myself. So what I want to challenge each one of you to do today is to give God your body. Give him your hands your feet, your toes, your legs, your stomach. Check in with him on every level and see, God, what am I doing for this temple that you gave me? Evaluate what that looks like in your time with him. 
I also practice a lot of leisure and play. How many know that our lives can get so full of like everything in the world that we just don't even have time to do nothing? Like I schedule times to do nothing. Y'all need a nap, schedule time to do nothing. Like that's what's important. And those are things that are also healing when it comes to God. So today, I just want to invite you to be a part of something different, to be a part of something unexpected, to be a part and be listening for God in all the unexpected ways that he may be speaking to you today. I want to ask you that five years ago, six years ago, I never thought that this would be a part of my profession. I didn't have this planned, but God did. And it was all because of the time that I took for physical formation. Now, one thing that I want to say is that this church, that video was incredible. So I don't give yourselves a hand, first of all. So I don't have to tell this church about what it looks like when 10 people raised over $38,000 for the clean water crisis. I don't have to tell you how amazing that is. In fact, Jordan, I went in and did some statistics and I pulled all the way back from 2016 and I have that you guys have raised over $369,000 for clean water. This church, Hope Santa Barbara, and that entails that you have over 7,380 kids that no longer have to walk that walk for dirty water that was killing them every single day. You did that. So just give yourselves a hand one more time. And so today, I want to invite you into maybe allowing God to let you do something different. Like I said, even if it's not for you, maybe it is for the kids. Maybe it's for your grandkids. Maybe this is just the message that you needed to hear. After church today, we're going to have you come to the front and spend some time with me. Coming to the front does not mean that you're signing up for anything. It means that you're coming to listen, that you're coming to hear how God may want to use you in this next season. And I love to say that we are the back of the pack. We are the one foot in front of the other. Our team does not look like a triathlon team. So I'm going to share a video with you in just a minute, but I want you to know that everyone is welcome and that through physical transformation, you can see how and where God wants to meet you. And I'm excited to explore that with you today. God bless you.